Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. We give you praise this morning, oh God. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. Speak to us like never before. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Luke chapter 21. The gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 21. Welcome. Welcome again and again and again. Things are getting better. Luke chapter 21 and um, verse 33. Very simple verse, very short verse. Um, It's February. Some people say happy new month. Uh, Some people are into wishing people happy new months. So happy new month. Uh, I think it's something that has come up the last few years. I don't know what it means, but I just wish you a happy new month, and I think you are also very happy to say thank you. And the Bible says something here, and I want to start preaching and teaching on this line for a few more Sundays. The Bible says that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Can we all read it together? Ready? Let's go. Okay, you, 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 you mentioned the book, the chapter, the verse before we go ahead. Is that okay? I think it's a very simple verse. Very simple verse that we can all learn. Ready? Let's go. Luke chapter 21. Verse 33, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. One more time. Luke chapter 21, verse 33, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Is, that, is it not very significant? Heaven and earth. Heaven. Where is heaven? When we say heaven, it's not where God is. Are you with me? Did you know that? No, heaven is not where God is. There are different kinds of heavens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaven is the sky. Heaven is up there. And up there, there are different altitudes. And even where God is, is a spiritual realm. The heaven is a spiritual realm. Heaven is not something you can see. Otherwise, otherwise white people would have gone to heaven by now. <laughs> because they have devised, they have created uh, uh, um, things. What do, you, what do you call it? Spaceships and things that can take them far to the moon, to Mars, and all these places. Are you with me? So heaven, Makai, are you there? Heaven 
is not a physical place that you can see with your eyes. So when the Bible says that heaven and earth shall pass away, yes, heaven or yes, earth. Earth is what we see. As for the earth, we all know the earth. Earth is where you live. Tell somebody, earth is where you live. So heaven that will pass away is is the is the is the is the what the skies. Remember the Bible says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Remember? He created the heavens and the earth. Before God created the heavens and the earth, his heaven was in existence. So it's not his heaven we are talking about. It can't be his heaven. Zelina. It can't be his heaven. God's heaven was there before we came and it will be there after we are gone. Nayala. Is it working? So heaven is not where God is, but it is the sky. It is the one that was created. That created heaven, which is what we see up there and the skies and the galaxies and all of that. The Bible says that they will all pass away. They will pass away. Just like your grandmother has passed away. Just like our first president has passed away. Just like people you know have passed away. The heavens and this earth will one day pass away. Can you believe it? A time will come there will not be any Guyana. There will not be any South America. There will not be any uh, America. There will not be any Europe. Everything that God has created, they will all pass away. You see, most of the time people ask themselves, if there is a God, why is he sitting down and a lot of wickedness are going, are going on? What you don't know is that you don't, you don't read the Bible. You see, and because you don't read the Bible, a lot of things are like mysterious to you. God has given up on this world. I'll say it again. God is not interested in renovating Guyana. Guyana is too corrupt. God is not interested in fixing your flesh. Your flesh is too corrupt. The feelings are too much. The desires are too strong. He is not interested in fixing that. He wants you to die and leave it in the grave. That's why we will die. So that's why he brought Jesus into the world to show us how our end is going to be, how our lives are going to be. You come, you are born, because you are corrupt, you have to die, leave the corrupt. Look at feelings. How many people don't talk for their feelings? Tell their feelings there. If, I, if there's even a race of people I have never encountered, uh, I mean, people's feelings. Especially Caribbean, somebody said. Feelings? Many things that people do are because of their feelings. Yeah, the feelings is very, it's a very strong, it's a very wild thing. Passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feelings are the motivation to a lot of things people do, including Christians. And so God is not interested 
in fixing your flesh. Tell, tell your neighbor that. So the cream and the soap we are using, you are wasting your time. <laughs> you, 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 are, you are being deceived by the creators of cream and soap. They say, oh, this will make your flesh look nice. Even God himself is not interested in your flesh. Huh? The people want you to be in. You see, and that's why many of us are fleshy. Because the world is focused on making us look good and nice. When God has given up on it. It's like all the things we are doing. We are doing roads. We are building houses. All the houses will go one day. God is not interested. You are, you are rushing for a house lot. Go ahead. It's not a problem. It's okay. But God is not interested in making this place a nice place. Look at what is happening in our country even. So many trucks. Even I saw you in the army. <laughs> Why? You, you jo- I junk you. You joined the army, you didn't tell me. I would have gone with you. Ah, you look so nice and ready to serve. I also know you're ready to serve too. Yeah. And then you went to Ghana, you didn't tell me. You become an African woman. You didn't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, you went to Ghana. I think you spent just two days and came back. Yeah. It's fantastic what social media does to people. <laughs> Just make people happy. <laughs> I think Judy went to Texas. <laughs> it's fantastic. Social media, my God. <laughs> so you see that the world, the people in the world, the things of this life, they are trying to make us look at things that God is not looking at. Are you there? Because the Bible says that heaven and the earth shall pass away. If you like, when you get your house lot, build a high fence and tell everybody that nobody can come into this place. It's for you forever. Let's see you to be forever. You probably are dying the next year. All that God is trying to achieve with us, the world, the devil, is trying to activate the opposite. In fact, if, not not even in fact, if you get a dream and you are dead, you see how shaky you'll be. Many people don't like to, to have a dream and then they are dead. Yeah. So the guy said, Bishop, what does it mean when you dream and then you're in a, you're in a coffin? <laughs> it means you should write your will. <laughs> yeah. No, because even though heaven is a nice place, nobody wants to go to heaven now. You, you see how we have become. What, what, why do you come to church and sing and say you love God, but you're not ready to go to heaven? What kind of love is that? That is why most of that we say that 
if the guy says he loves you, you should sign the certificate. You sign the agreement. Because if you love somebody and you can't want to go further, then you are not serious. If you love God and you don't want to die and go to heaven, then God is actually wondering whether you really love him. Because you don't want to see me. You say you love me. Look at how you are singing. You are crying. And then you are dying tomorrow. And then that's a big deal. <laughs> are you there? So heaven and earth shall pass away. Everything you see, including you and I, and the container you are living in, will disappear. So don't worry about how them anti-aging creams. You see how they deceive, they deceive people? They say, oh, as for wrinkles, don't worry wrinkles. Oh, fight the wrinkles. Hey, even if you fight wrinkles in your face, your buttocks here, there will be wrinkles. It's because we can't see, that's why you are not putting cream there. <laughs> I have to throw away all my creams. You have to throw away all your creams. <laughs> no, it's a deception. If you are going to fight wrinkles, I'm telling you, you'll be, you'll be fighting a very good fight, I'm telling you. It's a very good fight. <laughs> wrinkles? Look at yourself in the mirror and see. <laughs> how do you call it? The wobbly wobbly thing, how do you call it? Cellulites. Is that how you call it? Cellulites. Look at how your body is full of cellulites. You need plastic surgery. For, for them to drain all the, <laughs> the, the fat. Oh, you got, you, got, you got to pray and bind them. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. You try and see if you can fight them. It, all the stretch marks. It's your face that you are deceiving us with you. Everything else, you are using your dress to cover it so you can deceive us. Yeah. That's why men should not be deceived, though. When you see a nice girl walking on the road, she's not so nice, though. She's not so nice. Brother, I'm telling you, she's not so nice. If you open the, the, the veil, ah, you'll be surprised. Yeah. That's, why, that's why if you're a woman, make sure that they sign the contract before you take off the veil. <laughs> Because if you show them the veil, they say, nah, <laughs> next product. <laughs> I want the next one. <laughs> this one is used goods from Japan. This 192 is too old. <laughs> the mileage is too, 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 too many. No, from your own body, your cellulite, the wrinkles and Beth Master, you should know how corrupt the human flesh is. You should know how corrupt the world is. If God is interested in this world, he will stop a lot of trucks from coming to Guyana. You see what they are trying to do now? I, heard, I read the other day that they are now trying to give them weight limits. I'm very curious to see how they're going to do it. It would be a fantastic idea if they can. I don't know whether they are going to drive on scales on the road. They will be putting scales on the road all the time. So every, every 100 meters you have to weigh. I don't know how they're going to do it. 
If you're going over the bridge, yes, they can weigh your, your, your truck. But if I'm coming from Suzdak, why are you going to weigh my truck? You weigh it at Suzdak before it comes. Maybe. He says you're going to. So, the corruption, the corruption in this world and in this life, you can't stop it. And you can't stop it because God has actually given up on restoring this world. So he has a place where he dwells, where is, that is the real heaven. And then he's going to also build a new earth, a real place where our spirit man, our spiritual self will dwell forever and forever. And so you, you should imagine how the things you see are all going to be destroyed. The skyscrapers. I don't know whether we are trying to build a Palm Island like the Dubai one on Freedom Hoop or what, but they're trying to do something. People are trying to create things, but I'm telling you that all the things we are seeing, one day they will all disappear. But very interestingly, Jesus is comparing his words to the cultural center, to the national park, to the Providence Stadium, to the Myrot Hotel. He's saying that what he says out of his mouth, he's saying that it will not pass away like how one day Marriott Hotel will not, be any, will not be in existence any longer. Can you believe it? It calls for thinking. It calls for meditation. It calls for carefully, I mean, thinking through what he's saying. How can a place like the cultural center be no more and then the words that are from your mouth, it is still there? Heaven and earth shall pass away. Can you imagine all the continents, all the countries, all the buildings, all the structures, including everybody who lives in these worlds? The Bible says everything will pass away. Everything will be destroyed. Everything will not exist anymore at a time, at a point. But Jesus said, my words, my words, my words. I mean, it means that if there's anybody's words you want to bet your life on, it must be Jesus' words. (laughs) That is why For example, there was a certain young lady who one day came to me and said that, Bishop, I want to leave the church and go and focus on my marriage. Is it somebody like me who knows the Bible probably a little more than you? When you come and tell me something that you decided to do that, I know it's not in the Bible. Most of the time, you struggle with me, you wrestle with me. Because when I say, ah, you not agree. Because you think that I don't want you to do something that you want to do. But the words that my life is based on doesn't tell me that. Because if you, if you leave the church and go and follow your marriage, your marriage is something also that will pass away. I mean, we want everybody to get married. Why not? Get married. Enjoy yourself. Be happy. 
First anniversary, second anniversary, 25th anniversary. Go to Barbados, take pictures. Honeymoon, honeymoon, honeymoon. Do all the nicest married couples do. But I'm telling you that marriage, everything, school, everything that exists, it will pass away. So when you are in the church and you read your Bible and you understand it and you tell the pastor or you tell God that I am forgetting about your words and I'm going to follow somebody who says they love me. Another human being who poops, who farts, who pees, who lies, whose mouth stinks, tells you that they love you. And then you leave God and say that I am going to follow the words of that person. Is it not because you don't know that we don't understand the Bible? We don't know what he's talking about. Because that which you can really put your trust in is what Jesus has said. You get a job and then they give you a lot of money and then you don't get a chance to come to church then i'm talking to you they say oh bishop you don't understand i don't understand you are trusting in a human being and a job that can collapse tomorrow are you, are you not shallow are you not naive are you not ignorant Jesus is the one who said that I will take it. He said that, don't worry about what you eat tomorrow. That is the one that I would rather depend on. I don't think you hear what I said. Jesus said, don't think about what you eat or what you wear. No, 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 no. Bishop, I need a job. I can't leave my job and come to church on Sunday. The contract that you have signed, that is what you are depending on the contract that is just for a time hey you, you have not been fired before <laughs> no you have let, let me say this way. you have not been fired without a probable cause before do I see all of you who yeah, no, if they fire you eh, it, you see you, you have to sometimes God God does things I, I believe that my girlfriend who left me and I became a Christian, it was God who did it. Because he, he was looking down from heaven and he told the angels that this boy is stupid. I want to teach you a lesson. It's stupid, bad. Uh-huh. I want to teach you a lesson. Then he showed me that, Charlie, a woman, eh? A woman, a woman. Hey. <laughs> yeah. He was teaching me that the love that I have I should give it to him. Not a woo man. Yeah. And uh, until you go through something like that, court, until you go through something like that, you will not understand. Yeah. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. No, you have to love a job and then the job should disappoint you to learn not to focus on the job. Hey, Anson, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Some people don't want to come home. You have come home. You're welcome. <laughs> they are vexed because we said come home. <laughs> Simple come home too. What did we say? Come home, you vex. 
All right. No problem. You want to insult your father because he said, come home. It's okay. All right. Stay out there. It's okay. It's good for you. You get care. You get work. It's all right. No problem. He's a big man now. All right. No problem. As soon as come home. He doesn't need a banner to come home. He doesn't need to react on Facebook. Sitting right there quietly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have time with the children who have become uh, 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 evil. We don't have time with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they won't come bad, I tell you. You know, for God. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to help your mind in the things that you hold so dear in your life that you think that, oh, I can't leave it. No. In fact, you, you, you can't leave it to the standard. You even tell us that we are the ones who are forcing you. But the, the whole thing is that, Giovanni, we are relying on the words of someone who is called Jesus. I had a job. I told you. Tim Katwinkel. I love my job like Prince likes his job. Travel all over. After punishing in Europe for years, God blessed and promoted me. Hey, you don't know how, how I, 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 I wanted to have a good job. Hey! <laughs> Is it the last time I, I, I was in Holland? I was using my, um, my local passport. And then um, when I was coming out, the immigration officer asked me, Von you in Nederland? I said, nay. He asked me if I live in Holland. And I said, no. It's okay. Then I think when I was going in or something, and I said, when I greeted, the guy said, hey, where do you, you, where do you know the language from? I said, language? You don't want me to tell you my story. <laughs> hey, don't start. I'll tell you all kinds of things. Uh, I was going to say, you live here? I said, I don't live here. I live in a proper country. <laughs> I don't live here. <laughs> I'm passing through. I'm passing through. You see, that, that, that's why you should not be angry or sad when God takes, allow you to go through situations. He's just trying to take your taste out of certain things. Because if you don't go through them, your taste will always be in those things. Anybody who tells you about, oh, don't do this, don't do that, Penny, you say, ah, why are you controlling me? Why are you Me, why nobody tell me nothing? Sometimes he allows you to go through it so that your taste, you lose, t- your, 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 you will not like it anymore. I told you, I had a girlfriend. And I've told you all my story. Yeah, yeah. I loved her to the moon and back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you love Akila to the moon and back? Yeah. Where's Akila? I asked Akila come. She's here. Wow, welcome, my friend. Calvin says he loves you to the moon and back. <laughs> to Pluto and back. 
<laughs> you, she will get you in the house. See where you go. <laughs> I wait for you in the house. Akila will get you in the house. <laughs> yeah. And when I say I loved her, you don't understand. You, you have somebody you love that you can live for, for God. You got child mother, no wife or child mother that you can live. You're making a joke. I, 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 I wanted to marry her so bad that I designed, I was my own marriage officer. With stamp in my, in my bedroom. Oh, yeah. I organized my wedding in my, in my, in my bedroom. Because me ain't got no time with nobody. I love she bad, but me want nobody tell me nothing. Me ain't got time. Tell, what? Wedding? Do it right in my bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She put on nice white clothes. I put on my white shirt, my black pants. And I called this brother who liked me bad. Come. He come with a Bible. I put uh, witnesses and all of that. Get married right in my bedroom. You, you say you love somebody. Yeah. I think God saw that. I think that's why God brought me here, you know. Because if you don't love God, he can't really take you to certain places. And God realized that this love that I created this boy with, he is wasting it. Uncorruptible things, things that will pass away. So he showed me. Hey, I don't know whether you've heard that story before. Hey, that you have a girlfriend. No, you have a wife, not a girlfriend. You have a wife. <laughs> so, but I actually, I actually married and I married again properly, but I had a first wife. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had a first wife. Yeah, I'm your first wife. I just go to work. I go and I come weekend. So I went to work. I skipped one weekend. When I came the second weekend, she was married to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Jamela is serious. Though. I mean, I mean she, she can't do that, right? She can't do that, Bishop. Ah. She's not right. Not, not right all. <laughs> I said that if if I had access to a gun, that's that's how far I would have gone. I would have killed her. Oh no, I would have killed her. I would have killed her. Because that girl, Pinky, that girl, I used to teeth me for the, my father's money for the girl. Yeah, I was never a thief until I fell in love with this girl. <laughs> uh, you don't know, Kalisha. You thief mommy money sometimes. You thief one 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 money. Little chain, huh? some chain chain here and there. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I I used to thief too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The mother is here. She's afraid to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew it's because my girlfriend wanted to go to the club. 
and I am a student. I don't work. So, where am I going to get money? I got a thief. Yeah. So, I had to look for where my father keeps his money. Yeah. And I thiefed out until he, he found out. He almost killed me. Yeah, he almost killed me. He almost killed me. Hey. We used to go to the club. We get drunk. And I carry sheep on my back like that. I said, I said, no. I said, no, you can't walk. No, Cinderella, you can't walk. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> I hear what I'm saying. I said, you can't walk. Carry sheep on me back. Until God made that love sour in my mouth. Then I traveled abroad. And I suffered because I was doing all kinds of menial jobs. My first job, I cried. My first job. I cried. Hey, I've broken through. I've come to Europe. Now my sister has found a job for me in the hospital. They said their, their dishwasher is broken in spots. The whole, the, the whole department. And so they want a human dishwasher. So my sister used to work at the hospital. And when she, 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 she found out, she said, yeah, I have a brother. So she organized me to go and take that job. Two hours in the, in the evenings. So I go and I wash the dishes, the patients, the food of the patients and the nurses. I wash it in this ward. I move to another ward and I wash it. I wash all. I go around and I wash all the... My, the, first, the first plate I took in the, in, the, in the kitchen. When I took it and I took the sponge, I washed my face. I see water dropping down. So <laughs> Water dropping down like that. I said, hey! This cannot be me. Nice guy like me from Ghana. Fresh boy. Fresh prince from Berlin. I have head space. I have only come here and I'm, I'm going to wash dishes like I said, toast. No. I was broken. I was sad. My sister was coming to check on me. When she came, she saw the tears. Said, Wipe your face. <laughs> Wipe your face. <laughs> Wipe <laughs> your face. All them fancy boots, fancy shirts we bring you. You think we work, we work in heaven for bringing you there? This is what we do here. So, wipe your face. I wash the dishes out there. Even my, even my mother could not make me wash dishes in her house. <laughs> you can imagine. My mother could not. Hey, say, hey, Collins. I have all the dishes. Mommy, I come in. And I just beat out. Then one hour later, did I not call you to come and wash the dishes? Dishes was. Especially the ones that has the bonbon inside. I've discovered. No, 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 no. When I traveled and I felt like I've sat on a plane, I've gone to Amsterdam. Amsterdam, I'm a, a big guy. That is where the white man said, you want money? Wash dishes. I struggled, wash dishes, clean toilets, garbage, clean trains. Okay, factory work. I went to a cheese factory one day. Big, round, you know, cheese, uh, I mean, 
or circular like that, big ones for export. It's on a conveyor. You pick them up and you arrange them on a, on a, 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 a wheelable sign of kind of a container. And when it's full, then you push it and somebody takes it away. You're taking it from the container, from the uh, conveyor. You, you, you are arranging it from the bottom to the top. Hey, I did it one day. I didn't go back. Hey, the thing is heavy in the back. Charlie, I struggle though. Then I, I got a job at a, at a, in a tra- at a, with a train company. The trains come from Switzerland. They come from Basel. All the way. Seven hours in the, in the night. It has passenger side, sleeping side, restaurant and all of that. I, I had a, a, a Ghanaian guy who his specialty was the kitchen. Because when they, when they arrive at Amsterdam Central Station, the, 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 the oven would have been black with barbecue and all those things. The guy, by the time the train is ready to leave the evening, you can look at your face in the oven and you see your face. Oh yeah, they didn't, they didn't joke with the guy at all. I was the ones who we used to uh, make the beds and, and, and vacuum clean the cabins and clean the toilets and the bathroom. I used to work with a Moroccan guy, old guy. He taught me how to do it quick. We used to do it half day instead of full day and go and find somewhere that we sleep. Big Moroccan guy I used to work with. Sometimes you find some little change. You find a little drink here. You find a little something. Somebody will forget their, their wallet. Some little something that you take it like that. Oh, yeah. Then one day, God bless me. I got a job. Oh, praise. A job that takes me. I fly to the European countries and back. I had those days. I had the Nokia had come up. The very hard Nokia. The one whose face looked like an UFO. Unidentified flying object. Like a big long one like that. I had a laptop. My, my boss would pay for my phone bill. I have a laptop. I was a manager of, of, of the data support. Hey, Charlie, when I'm going to work, I feel nice though. I feel so nice. I can't wait for the morning to come to go to work. I had my own desk in a certain corner. I used to clean people's desks and clean ashtrays. And wipe telephones because people be on the phone, ah, so they are makeup and things so dirty the, the, the landline, and you have to clean it. My boss will come, he takes the phone, he opens it up, he says, Look, lipstick here, they didn't clean it. You have to clean it. So when I got my own desk, that somebody should call me and I'll pick up the phone and say, Good morning, Colin speaking. Hey, I was in the clouds. I've arrived. I speak Dutch, I'm bilingual, Dutch, English. Oh. Then, prophet told me that I should leave and go to Jamaica. I, 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 I need some money to sort out some things. I didn't tell him I'll go later. I told him I'll go. And I said that later in my head. <laughs> like yeah, I was do. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so I went back to Amsterdam. This was 2003. I went back to Amsterdam 2004. I said, I was, you know, I wanted to work and pay all my, you know, some of my bills. <laughs> Having an HR pass away. <laughs> my boss called me and he said, you know what? He wants to restructure all the departments. And he wants to add more, more people to my department. 
so that you know that the department will become bigger. I said, wow. So we started a project. And, and I, I, I was actually working with people from all, all, all walks of life because we were, uh, <clears throat> were a customer service center that, is, that was dealing with the whole of Europe. I was working with people from England, people from Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Belgium, Portugal, Spain, Netherlands, Italy, all over, all over, all over. So that when um, um, we are processing the information from different countries, at least the native speaker understands the address. Because if your, your, your address is uh, Lot 22 East La Penitence Housing Scheme, it's crazy. Lot 22 East La Penitence Housing Scheme? Where is that? There's no street name. East La Penitence Housing Scheme. So it's now you're going to the East La Penitence Housing Scheme. You're going to look for Lot 22. And you know many people don't have their lot on the, on, on, in front of their houses. I really appreciate the, the letter, those who bring letters to our houses. They're very good. They're very, very, very good. They are able to find you. Even though you are, your house is at the back of the house, you are at the top. They still bring you your, 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 your bills. Yeah. If, if the damn, I mean, they'll bring it. And so I was like a king. From, from ashes to Glory. Yeah, from grass to glory. From cleaning toilets to somebody who manages white people from all over Europe. Including some black people who, who spoke French and therefore were working for the French account. I go in the morning. I even, I even looked at the white people, the, the, the directors. They used to wear a particular type of winter jacket. And I saved, and on my birthday, one of my birthdays, I want to buy one of those winter jackets. It was a lot of money. But when you wear it, you look like a high-class guy. So I want to buy one. Hey! So when I'm traveling, uh, when I see the CEOs, I also feel like a CEO also. <laughs> and I was a pastor on top of it. I had a church. So can you imagine? Man of God. Also a manager with white people. I was driving a nice car. I speak Dutch. In a country where many black people don't speak the language and therefore they are forever doomed to be cleaners. You feel nice? You feel nice. And then my boss called me and said, I don't need your services any longer. I said, you gotta be kidding me. What did I do? The man did it. The, up to today, the man, I don't know why my boss fired me up to today. Yeah, Tim Katwinkel. It was a German guy from Hamburg. <laughs> I left my laptop, I left my phone, everything, and I just went home. God was showing me that all those things will pass away. And I think I'm blessed and privileged to have experienced that because you, you who feels it, knows it. If you have not felt it before, no matter how we say it, you will not listen. That's why some of you, because of your stubbornness, you have to go through the things and pray that you return and you catch yourself. But some people go away and they don't catch themselves. Because the pain and the disappointment become so much and the shame. <laughs> That's why they abuse you on Facebook. <laughs> they, ne- they never expected that they'll find themselves out there. 
You have to say something bad to those who are in there. Because they're jealous of you. Because they're jealous that you are still in there. You are still in, they, 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 One of the things that they'll be happy if you were not here. <laughs> they're jealous bad that you are still in the house. Oh, yeah. oh they'll, they'll look out for you and, and take your number and you form a WhatsApp group with them right now if you leave. Yeah, they'll call you to church. We have a group of uh, ex-convicts. Yes. <laughs> what am I saying? What am I talking about? I'm talking about the words of Jesus. Your grandmother's words are not to be compared with the words of Jesus. The guy who puts his tongue through your ears and make you break, his words are not the same as the words of Jesus Christ. Mr. Paulette, do you understand what I'm saying? Good. Yeah. Yeah. His tongue will pass away. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm telling you. God is trying to arrest your attention on his words and not the words of a human being or not something that is here on earth that your heart and your mind is inside so much that you don't have time for God you don't have time for the church you don't have time for anything I, I, I wish you take selfies and put it on Facebook when you are coming to church and know where you are going to work I wish that as you are sitting in church as you are taking those you take a selfie and say that church flow and that church is something that is so deep in your heart. And when you're in a taxi, that is not your car. You are taking a picture inside like you have vehicle. You don't have no vehicles. Taxi is car you sit inside. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to bring your mind on things that will last. The words of Jesus. The words of Jesus. That's a journey that we are going to embark on now. The words of Jesus. Words that you can rely on. That no matter whatever anybody tells you. No matter the situations that you go through. Find something from Jesus that you can rely on. I remember Peter. One of the guys who followed Jesus Christ. Peter was able to walk on water because of God's word, because of Jesus' words, he knew the power and the essence of Jesus' words. When he saw Jesus walking on the water, he said that if it is you, all I need is your words so that I will jump out of the boat. Jesus said, come. And the Bible said, Peter, jump out of the boat. Jesus' words was able to make Peter walk on water. Put words that are that are not real on Facebook about you. And you say, Oh babes, oh I love you to the moon and back. Can you go to the moon? <laughs> Will you come back when you go to the moon? Look at such stupidness. They have created things for us here on earth that to, to, to steal and take our hearts away into them. 
look at the things that are around. Which one? If you've lived your life a little bit, you realize that, Charlie, <laughs> things are not the way they are. If you've lived a little bit. The job. <laughs> look, 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 look at this world. You, you know, I, 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 when Prophet Kaka came here and I was taking him to the airport, that's when a soundtrack came and then hit my vehicle. The vehicle is written off. The police called me yesterday that they now found a driver. But what does, that, what, what does that mean to me? Does it give me a new car? They, they, they are pro, they, they are, they are, the case is in court. But the case is not a case that is going to give me another car. It's a case to find the driver of dangerous driving. And charge him 20000 Then the case is finished. I now have to take a lawyer. And pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. For the lawyer to fight my case for me. You think this world is a fair place? A car is right there in my yard. I see it every day. So if you drive a car, what does it make you? You drive a car? You left the church and then now you drive a car. So it is something important. You're, there's water in your head. We don't come to church for a car and for a job and for money. We come to church for, the, for, the, for, for our souls that we want to go to heaven. So if you don't have a car, it doesn't matter. We do not come here for a car. The car will pass away. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you following what I'm saying? So I, I want you to really pay attention to the, these preachings, that, these messages that I'm, I'm, I'm going to start preaching. And, and find, read Jesus' words and, and rest on them. You see, the words of Jesus is like a collateral. You know, when you go to the bank, you want to borrow money and they say, oh, you should bring 20%. Jesus' words are like those 20% it is able to get you the loan you are looking for. It is able to buy you the car you are looking for. I pray that the Bible and especially the words of Jesus will become so precious to you from today that when somebody tells you something, you go and open the Bible and see whether those things are there. I realize working. You're going to open if those words are there. If you can't find what Papi is saying with what is in the Bible, say, oh, Papi, you're the most stupid as me. Believe what you say. Even if your husband tells you, I love you to the moon and back, just say, please, just tell me I love you. It's okay. Please, please. I love you to, uh, to uh, Stanley Town and back. I'll believe that one. <laughs> to Samaria and back, I believe that one. Please don't, not, not Pluto, not Pluto. Not Pluto. Yeah. yeah. Vacancy in a newspaper. Oh, this. Salary. This. You see it and immediately your heart is inside. You are applying for it. Hey. You see how your letter goes. They don't even tell you that they got your letter. Have you experienced that before? You apply for a job. They never tell you they received your letter. You even walk there, you give it to the security guard and she puts it in a bin. <laughs> it doesn't pass the security. It is when, that's why some people say, when God says yes, nobody can say no. When God says yes, nobody can say no because he's so powerful that his words are also so powerful. 
and the power in it, the extent of the power of his words is what he's saying. The heaven and earth, the skyscrapers, the airports, the ships, that the everything, uh, everything will dissolve. But what he's saying, what he, he has said, will not pass away. I pray that you will focus on the words of Jesus from today. Not my words, but the words of Jesus. If I repeat the words of Jesus, that is something you must be, be careful about. Don't believe in somebody else. I'm not saying you shouldn't believe, but don't believe them to a certain extent. No, you, can, you, can, you can love somebody and the person will die before you. Then, then now you say you don't want to marry again. Yeah, marry again and be free. Find another person, let them enjoy you. Enjoy yourself on earth here and then go on your way. Because you have to come to terms with the fact that these things are temporal. Don't make them look like it's everything. It is not everything. It is you who are deceived. Who's deceived? That a job that you have is a good job. You've been there for eight years and that it will be forever. No, no, no. It can be forever. That you've loved this man. It's your 35th anniversary or 84th anniversary and then he dies and leaves you. Oh, please. Who told you that he was going to be with you forever? No, didn't you hear till death do us part and death has come? When you live your life like that, you see how free you will be. That's why Jesus said, you shall know the truth. The truth is this, that your heart will not go into anything that Jesus is not inside or Jesus has not said it. The truth is that you, you'll be free because if you don't know it, you, you'll be disappointed. You, you, you go through a lot of issues. There, there are things in life that you encounter. You blame somebody, but it's not somebody. It is you who did not understand what you should put your heart inside. When I got my first car, I'll close with this. I got my first car. I came here in 2005, March, 14th of March, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I landed here. Then April, May, I think about June, thereabout. June, July, then I got an opportunity to own a car. My father in the ministry sent me money. I went to Kenrick at Eccles Traffic Light. I bought a Mitsubishi Lancer. Cash. I drove the car out of the yard. First time owning a car that the, the drive, 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 the steering wheel is on the wrong side. <laughs> So I wasn't living far from Echel, from the public road. I was in Eccles. So I drove the car home. Hey! Metallic, it was what, silver? Uh, uh, it was silver. You remember that car? Hey! I went, I parked in the house, and I was looking at the car like that. As if I have not owned a car before. Next time, I went to town. I went to the car. <laughs> Then I think I went to park somewhere. It had this fender. The fender was low. So I went to park somewhere. There was a bar to prevent cars from going into the, the trench. And I think I went too close. I heard a sound. So when I got down, I went, the bumper had fallen down. 
About three days after I bought the car, you know. Clink, 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 shine, 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 silver. I think the people sprayed the car when they brought it in. <laughs> I had to look for uh, somebody to bring drywall screws black into gray on the side of the bumper to keep the bumper in place, you Three days or so after I bought car cash down. Hey, my heart was broken. <laughs> then, as if it wasn't enough, I was going to town with my daughters. And on Lombard Street, you know how Lombard Street can be a little chook tied up, showing. I was in traffic like that. I think Lois was doing something. And she was either out of the seatbelt or something. So I was trying to shout on her to get put back the seatbelt. When I turned, not only the car in front of me had stopped. My bumper was folded in two like that. No, my, my sorry, my, my, my bonnet. And then the car I hit was also a, a Mitsubishi Lancer. Hey! Lombard Street. You know how people make you feel shame? They stop. And there's traffic and nobody's moving. <laughs> I'm just here for a few months. Hey! He had to take me to his uh, uh, welder man. Go and you know, have some deal and all of that and pay and all of that. Charlie, I look at my car and I say, you know what? Vehicle is stupidness. How, how can I get a car within six months? I have to, they, they, they have to do body works on the vehicle. Now, when they did it, and the, the, the what do you call it there? Uh, the compound or whatever they, what they call it. The filler and all of that. They, these people didn't do it well. So when you look on the, a bullet like that, you see a, a bump. Oh, Jesus. That is when my heart left the vehicle. I'm telling you. I said, this vehicle, it can go anywhere. I don't care. Because you, you can have that. If you don't have a vehicle and you get a vehicle for the first time, your heart can be in a vehicle until it, 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 somebody hits it. How many understand what I'm talking about? If you have a vehicle. Yeah, Timothy. Ah. If you don't take care, you cuss up. You bruise up. You misbehave. You behave bad. Scratch me here. I had a similar experience in, in Europe. I borrowed a friend's car and I went into somebody's car at a traffic light. The guy got down, he told me that, hey, in the, in, the, in the whole interaction and all of that, he said, it's a car for me. I said, no. I borrowed, a friend gave me the car. He said, no, 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 no. Your car is like your wife. You don't lend it to anybody. That's what the guy told me, Surinamese. He said, no, no, your friend had made a mistake. A vehicle is like a wife. You don't give kechi to anybody. Kechi is for you. <laughs> Stand to your feet, please. You'll continue next week. <laughs> the words of Jesus. <laughs> You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. From you are of me, and to you are all 
say bishop please pray for me i want to give my life to jesus christ i am not saved i am not born again if i die right now i am not sure whether i will go to heaven or i will go to hell bishop please pray with me i want to give my life to jesus christ if you are here like that i want to pray with you every eye closed every head bowed you want to lift up your hand your right hand you want to lift it up as a bishop i want to go to heaven i need jesus i want my life to change from today if you are here like that, I want to pray with you. Just your right hand. God bless you. I see that hand. Very quickly, if you lifted it up, come, let me pray with you. Come, come. Clap for them as they come. My friend, come. He will take them all. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus right now. your name? Terence, how old are you? You're 15. I like that. I like that. What's your name? Adrian, and you are, you are 16. The teenagers, what's your name? What? Omar. Okay, it's a little simpler, right? How old are you? You're 15. Man, what's your name, sweetheart? Janicia, how old are you? You're 13. Wow. And you are? Valencia. How old are you? You're 12. You're little. 12. What's your name? Sarah. In the Bible? 
How old? Abraham's wife? <laughs> How old are you? You're 50. What's your name? Janiah. How old are you? You're 50. What's your name, son? Godfrey. Godfrey? Ah. <laughs> How old are you? You're 13. Wow. What's your name? Destiny. How old are you? You're 14. Say, what's your name? Malachi. And how old are you? You're 13. Man. What's your name? Akim. And how old are you? You're 14. What's your name? Matthew. Wow, the disciple of Jesus Christ. You're in the Bible, you know. How old are you? You're 15. And this is Penny. Um, Kalisha's mother, I won't ask her age, okay? She's not a teenager. But it's good you have for Penny, I met Penny in 2005. Yeah, I used to go to where she used to live and do Bible study. I know Uncle Mark. I know, I know, I know Penny before Kalisha. Yeah, but Penny doesn't like me, so she's not being in me church long. Yeah, but she's back today. I call for she and she come. She knows she's going to get licks today, so she come. <laughs> Ask Kalisha's mother. It's good to see you, Penny. 2005, I met her. Yeah, you see the Bible studies with them. And then, you know, things happen, isn't it? Isn't it beautiful? I, I'm remembering G and Godfrey and Michael, all these people, yeah? Anson and all these with Joshua. You, this is you. 15, 14. We don't need no caricom workers. Who. Those people are old. Arthritis. Uh, sugar, salt, pepper, all them things. We, we, need, we need people who for the next 10 years, I mean in 10 years, you'll be like a reverend minister. Uh-huh, that's, that's what we're looking for. Young. Uh, young, that's right. The oldest is 16, that's you. You're 16, right? You're the oldest. you like some old man here, you know. <laughs> Everybody's 12. Why are your face looking so? You vex? You hungry? You want none. You want none. You want none. Why your face stay so? You smile, huh? That's how you stay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I like your face, man. Your face nice. I'm gonna take a picture with you today, okay? No, you don't like picture? You got Facebook account? You live on Facebook? None? Instagram? X? TikTok? You sure? Why are you watching? Are you watching your friend? At least you're smiling now, huh? Your face look better. Amen. Please put your hands together for these wonderful teenagers. Wow. Prince, what do you think? This is how you came to the church, isn't it? Teenagers. Teenagers. And God has raised many people. Most of the people here, they came at your age. I pray that you will stay in the church all the days of your life. Okay? So close your eyes. Lift up your two hands with me. Close your hands. Nothing will happen to you. Just close your eyes. Lift up your two hands and pray this prayer with me. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. 
Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart. And I confess with my mouth. That Jesus Christ. He lived. He died. He was buried. On the third day. He rose from the dead. And Jesus is alive. I believe in this Jesus. And so I receive him. Into my heart. Into my life. To be my Lord. And my Savior. I believe. That by this prayer. I am born again. I have been saved from hell. My name is in the book of life. I am now a child of God. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. Father, I pray for everyone who came forward, all these teenagers, including Penny. I commit them to you. Many of the people that are solid, supportive, and are backbones to this ministry came in like this. I pray for nothing else but establishment. May these be rooted in this church and in you. May they grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let everything about them change. Let their fellowship change. Let their company change. Let their mindset change. Let their wisdom and knowledge change. Let their focus, oh God, from today change. And be that which will focus on you. I come against the work of the devil that comes to, 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 to uh, weather, that comes to uh, split away, that comes to sift like wheat. I curse the work and the plans of the enemy. Even today, and as they leave here today, I command the plans and the purpose of God to be superimposed and to be established in the life. Let the angels of God your word says that when somebody turns from their sins there's rejoicing in heaven. Let all these wonderful uh, people here at the altar receive angelic guidance from today. Receive angelic company from today. May they be preserved and be protected. May themselves be guided and be ordered by you oh God. Thank you Father for your love for us all. In Jesus' name. Somebody said amen. Oh, put your hands together for them. Beautiful. Beautiful. Pass for them. Sister Penny. God bless you. My old church member. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. Oh, are you not copying? Is that beautiful? Yeah. Beautiful. Young people. Jeremiah, you got classmates, isn't it? Yeah, they've come to the church. You may take your seat. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.